Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It is our two of the Lori and Julia show. That's the hour where we'll get Julia's random thoughts. We'll get some Hollywood speak. And if you're out there listening on the app or at mytalk1071.com, you know... You can get rewarded for that. This month, we're giving away a streaming sampler pack, AirPods, MyTalk gear, restaurant gift cards, and more. So sign up today at MyTalk1071.com. Rocco, how do you like your new job? I'm anyway, it. I haven't I don't know. really asked you. It's been like two weeks. This is something? the first time I've really, I mean, I've worked in radio since like 1995, and this is kind of my first on air job. Oh, boy. Have we unleashed the Kraken? Are you just slowly just starting Amy, to figure out how much I fun can't it's going to be? Amy's last name. Yesterday, you know, she works at Hammernix now in marketing. She worked with you at WCCO. She said, Oh, really? Was, yeah. Rock was the greatest guy. You guys oh, are so funny. lucky to have him. And I'm like, well, we. We've had Rocco around forever. Yeah. Right, but I, not, in, not this in this way. Yeah. That's true. Well, this is fun. Now, you know, I I got nothing else to do in the afternoon. Let's let's just hang out and talk pop culture. Let's do it. All right, so here's something that you're going to be so jealous, because, Lori, for how many years have you been telling me? I know you're not that much into redesigning your home. Oh. But you've always loved fossils, and you've been wondering, fossils? When, when can I get my hands on, on a, a fossil T-Rex? Oh, Julia, I when, never wondered this. Last night, lot. 59, I believe it was. I, I saw this coming across the news like late into the hours. That last yeah. night was once in a lifetime. An auction? auction. Was it at Sotheby's? It was, no, it was at um, some other place. Okay. The other place, whatever okay. the other one, Christie's. Julian's okay. auction of Beverly Hills. Okay. <laughs> so, so Stan, the T Rex skeleton went up for auction oh, because did the Leonardo two DiCaprio? Brothers, we don't know. The two brothers who found Stan in 1987 in South Dakota had put him in a museum, but the two brothers were having fights. And so because of the, the whatever, the, the courts said, you boys need to sell this T-Rex and stop. So they thought the T-Rex Stan might sell for like $8 million because Sue, who's at the Chicago... Um, museum, yeah, sold for around um, Sue, who went for the highest for a dinosaur, like, like fifty million. Yeah, no, not that high. Sue was eight point four million in nineteen ninety seven. She held the title of the most expensive dinosaur for the last two decades. My word! So Stan, this went, seems like really random information. I know, but here to... listen to how much he got. They thought it would be six to eight million. It was twenty seven point five million for Julia, Stan. let's get our brooms and head out to South Dakota. Let's what else do we need? Hunting. Yeah. <laughs> a, a little, little. No, I know it. I pick. know it. 
I mean, that's, archaeologists. I mean, that's that's just an amazing thing. Yeah, to that much money. So stands off the market. Look. Yeah. All right. You well, wondered why did they give them such weird names? It's named. It was named after one of the guys that found it. One of the brothers. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. They all right. they usually name them after whoever finds them. Okay. So Sue. Got it. Damn. Got it. Got it. I you know, see. That kind of thing. Lori loves dinosaur. I know news. she did. Yeah, and really. It's why, one of my this favorites. Is why like she has been wondering when Sam was coming on the market, and there you go. You lost it. All right. Uh, give people the TV alert that you told me about oh, today. Okay, the devil. The new TV show on the okay, CW, so my network. It's called it's Patrick Dempsey it's Patrick is in Dempsey's it, and in it's it. got this, and it's the CW. Yes. So win win right okay. there. It's worth watching, and this is from TV Insider. Okay, it's, um, Patrick Dempsey in Devils, Books of Blood, Archer's Perfect Valet. So this is starts tonight at eight central on the CW. This is a French-Italian co-production with the feel of an international billions. Whoa. You know, we oh, like billions I on Showtime, yeah. if you like that. This is an, it's it's um, one of the more curious off-brand acquisitions by the CW. Very much so. Uh-huh. This seems like something that would be on not on so, the CW. But. So Patrick Dempsey, who we haven't seen since Grey's Anatomy, uh-huh. in a TV series, um, plays Dominic Morgan and... Egomatic American CEO of a London-based um, bank with financial sharks, big promotion, designer clothes. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I think it'll be good. Yeah, it looked good. The yeah. trailer it just looked kind of, but it looked different. It looked completely different from the CW. People are buying a lot of foreign things. Yeah, on. yeah. Well, um, last night Timothy Oliphant, Oliphant was mm. on with Seth Meyers. You know, he and he's was. in he's in Fargo. Oh, I haven't watched. Is Fargo good? This Fargo one? is good. It is once again. It is. I haven't good, even quirky, weird. Are you watching it? Fargo. I yeah. need to catch uh, up on three. I've no, I mean just, just, I start just start. The, yeah, the I don't each need to season watch is a standalone. He doesn't have a lot of time. Okay, saying. but each. I that's, I'm but I loved one and two. Right, but they none of them relate to. Okay. they so season to start. season. So just start watching. Um, so just Chris so you Rock. You like this one? Oh, it's so good. It's so. It's so good it's so noah holly it's so fargo it's so fx jesse buckley as this minnesota that's the connection to minnesota this nurse with evil in her heart that's the fargo connection that's the fargo connection so he and timothy oliphant is in it playing a very quirky character and he gives late night couch like you wouldn't believe but it was very visual very drinking but just let me know i tell you he likes his martinis the way you do Dirty. Dirty with extra olives and not in a martini glass, but no. a nice tumbler. Because martini glasses are too tippy. You That's still right. Have it and you're so anxious to so, get But still, but no ice? Like served up, but not I can in a have martini it glass. Way. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember how you had it, but I just wanted you to know that that's what your late night boyfriend was doing last night. So that was so going many, on. I can't keep track. But I know. Thank you for telling me what Seinfeld he was kind of funny on Colbert. Those two had good chemistry. They obviously know each other. Oh, and then uh, Kimmel had Army Hammer, who came out in a space suit, but he really looked like a baked potato <laughs> in white Birkins. It was. <laughs> It's the first in-studio guest on a late-night talk show. Oh, Army Hammer. Army Hammer was in Kimmel's studio. And the first question Kimmel says to him, so what have you been up to this summer, man? And, of course, you know, getting divorced. Dating Being spotted with women, you know. But he... He's looking like this baked potato astronaut man in white Birkenstocks. I just couldn't stop giggling. I love it. But Rocco, that was the first in-studio guest. Oh, good to know. Rocco, would you wear white Birkenstocks? 
I'm not really in no. Birkenstocks, okay. no. But Chris, Army Chris Hammer, too. Yeah. yeah, Army Hammer, Chris Pine, these hot guys, hot Hollywood guys can do it. And Army Hammer, his grandmother that Quentin Tarantino loved, paid homage to him once upon a time in Hollywood. His grandma, who was a star like in the 30s and 40s, she just died two days ago. Oh, okay. that that grandma. Army Hammer is from Arm and Hammer. That's his name. I don't know if he's from yeah, that family. I, think he is. I can't remember. We he can is. never remember that. But he, the spacesuit was hilarious. Watch what happened live. Maya Rudolph was in uh, zooming with Andy, and she was pretty fun. And then uh, Fallon uh, had Lynn Manuel Miranda on, and the Highway Women okay. were singing. So that was just you know. Kind of a good the late Thank night you stuff. For giving us the late I didn't. Night. I don't okay. have time for Corden. I keep okay hoping you're going to watch that. No, I don't want to. Okay, okay no, Ar- I don't Army want to. Army Hammer is the, Is the son of businessman Michael Armand Hammer, the great grandson of oil tycoon Armand Hammer? He's the great grandson. But of Arm and Hammer baking soda yeah, or part oil baron? That's the thing I think is not true. All I right, think. His- well, I think he's from oil socialism, money. Socialism, baking soda, and Army Hammer. He is from baking soda. Oh, he is the baking yes. soda, yeah. Armor Hammer. Okay. Hammer confessed that his childhood nickname was Baking Soda Boy. Oh, no. You guys are right. <laughs> he's not. They just called him that because his, his name is exactly. Army Hammer his, from Army Hammer. His grandfather ran oil a money. petroleum. Yeah, from years. He died in 1990 with a net worth of $200 million. Yeah. So okay. he is from, and he's tall and delicious looking, and he wanted to get to know Julia very much. Well, I think he liked both of us together, but you know, because you called, you you got fresh and friendly with him on the red carpet in a great way, mm-hmm. yeah, and mm-hmm. said, "What was it that he got? Pu- you get yeah, busted, busted for pot, bringing it across the border in El Paso, it, Texas." Yeah, you knew the high. He just I, loved <laughs> that you knew that detail. He's like, stop. Oh, really now? And we were just like, Rocco, we're looking up at him. He's tall. Yeah. He's one of the tall, tall, real people. Oh, right. You, I mean, Somebody he's re- not five, three years. He, yeah, he's truly tall. I mean, he's over six feet. Oh, gosh. Anyway. All right. All right, listen, time. we'll be right back. It's time for Random Thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now... Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. <laughs> Here's something else. We need to make a correction. Yes. Okay. Liz emailed us. Uh, Liz, thanks so much. When we were talking about um, the skateboard singer, TikTok into dreams, drinking the cranberry, cranberry. juice, I thought it was a dude. It's a guy. Because it's a, it's, it's a female. So, Lainey. Lanny, Lanny Gardner. Lanny Gardner. Anyway, Ocean Spray got Lanny a truck and a bunch of juice. Awesome. Okay, that's not what I was looking that up too. Okay. I thought it was somebody with the last name like Apodaca. Okay, well, this is my segment. Okay. And so so uh, uh, this is my time, and okay. I don't get much time on my show. So There's a guy named Nathan Apodaca. Was oh, the guy with the mustache and the shaved head? Right. Yeah, so well, not a woman, but maybe... A... You guys should do your research yeah. before the show. Rocco and Lori's <laughs> Random Thoughts. You care. already had one. You talked about dinosaur skulls. That's right. Sorry, yeah. I'm just teasing you guys anyway. Here's okay, something. All right. hey, if you have the McDonald's app for all my fast food fan lovers out there, the McFlurry, no. the McFlurry is supposedly free, free right now. Oh, really? Uh, they had so much success with the Travis Scott meal. 
Right. McDonald's, that now they're going to do the um, J Balvin. Do you have the McDonald's no, app? Of Does not. you get it faster? Yes. What's the advantage yes. to I, having the app? All I do is if you go in an airport or in a McDonald's, and some let you come in still. In Washington, we had we're in a county where you could go in McDonald's, mm-hmm. and um, I watch people order from the big screens, and then I see the people sitting at the counter doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why would you order off the big screen instead of talking to the person right there that can take care of it for you? Good question, Jules. It is a good question. I think you get points or something through the app. Oh, it's a frequency. So, it's a loyalty yes. program. But if anyone finds out if the McFlurry's free... Be- yeah, I'm looking at it right now. If you if you order that Balvin meal or whatever yes. and you use the app, you get the McFlurry for free. Yeah. And then with the app, then they have your email or That's your right. phone number. That's I right. can't be bothered. Okay, I can't be bothered either. Mm-hmm. All right, so here are, and just for the people who are wondering what the new name of Eskimo Pies was going to be, oh. they came out with it. It's going to be Eddie's Pie. Oh, all right. And Eddie is the inventor of the original Eskimo Pies. So that that's, we can put that to bed. Okay. Beverly Hills. 90210. Okay, was named after, does anyone know? Beverly Farms in Massachusetts. Oh, say that again. I know, I can't. I hate saying that word. I hate saying that word more than anything. Say it again, Julia. And that was named after Beverly, Yorkshire, England. And that town was named in 700 A.D. because of a colony of beavers. So Beverly Hills is named after medieval English beavers. beavers. Well, you know what? It is a town full of medieval <laughs> beavers. So I like that. <laughs> oh I my god, that was so that's funny. so good. I thought that was just a good connection. No, and it's yeah, Beverly Beavers. Beverly Beavers, and they're male and female versions of them, and and international too. I love that. Yeah. Okay, and then if, um, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg always wore an iconic jewelry collar over her Supreme Court. Oh, yeah, her collars, her collars of descent. And so it's back on sale right now, Banana Republic. The necklace? Yes, um, it is. um, It's going to be sold out. I know it. It's the descent. It's going to be available for a limited time. So people want to get that or know someone who would love that for the holidays or something. Banana Republic. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks. There's that. Um, also, this is kind of interesting, people. You know, Forbes always has been doing their billionaires list and their rankings. And right. Back in 1987, when they were doing their rankings, Pablo Escobar was one of the top ones. Uh huh. Oh wow. Was first on the list in 1987 billionaires list thanks to three billion he'd made from his cocaine empire. He also made the list. And then I even wonder about Forbes publishing that too. crap because it's like not like Pablo Escobar is providing them exactly. evidence that when you write a thing, you know, saying, I mean, that's kind of sketchy. I would agree. Yeah. And then he was he made the Forbes list for the next. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seven years until he was killed in 1993. Now, have you guys watched... Well, look, they counted uh, Kanye as a billionaire on his word, and then uh, it's come to find out he's not the billionaire. Kim's going to be the billionaire, not Kanye. I know. All right. Sir Captain Moore... Um, the or, man, a guy crossbound, septuagenarian who walked for miles and miles and miles during COVID to raise money for the oh, people who needed it. It's amazing. I love that guy. He got knighted by the queen. They stood like twelve feet he, apart. He raised one hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah, she picked up a huge, pretty big sword. You know, she can still pick up a sword. You know, she practices at night oh, in right. her son's That's castle. Still, I was impressed. Um, he's What's launching he a new podcast. And his new series is called The Originals, where he's talking to older people. And he said that... Um, you have to be like 75. No, I think you have to be 80 well, to be on Well, 79-year-old woman who okay. revealed she shared a kiss with Elvis, an 83-year-old bodybuilding champion. Aww. And he's excited about this. I think it's really... That's I sweet. love hearing stories from older people. I think they have so much. And he just said there's so many people in isolation right now. Yeah. So this is just his way. And it's also because people, uh, the older people, like people that are, you know, mid-70s or maybe octogenarians, that they, like you become, like no one's asking you to be a guest about whatever your expertise might have been or, you know what I mean? He's got a... We're looking for that list. That's a nice, that's a nice thing. I've wanted, I love, I love that idea. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, just asking you guys this, just don't feel bad about your answer. No judgment. Okay. Okay. How many enemies do you think you have, Lori? Probably too many to count. Okay. Rocco? I don't think I have uh, too many enemies. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty nice. I, you know. Well, you're just now starting on the air, Rocco. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. You know, don't get. I try not to read the comments. You've been cocky behind the keyboard. Okay. Okay. So. Most people say zero. Yeah. Well, that's what people like to think. But people don't realize how much they're actually disliked. And people are good here, particularly, maybe a lot of places, at pretending they like you when they don't. Well, it's easier. That's that's what I call Minnesota nice. Well, it's easier than being mean or something. Well, I'm just saying that some, in some ways that's one of the refreshing things that I always have liked about, like, the East Coast or whatever. People are just, like, more, which suits me. You it know, really does. It and does. I did that to a colleague today, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. No, I mean, I sometimes, Julia. It, you just, you don't want to deal with people. I don't want to pretend to be interested when I'm not. Well, you do this a lot on the show. <laughs> okay, so this is Every day else. at 420. Let's go back, let's go back to, to something the enemy else. list. See, I let's said, yeah, there could be this. So is, 44% of people say they don't think they have any. That's BS. Okay, but that's what they think. Lori. I know. This is my... People are delusional. Oh, gosh. Aren't they? 5% say they have one, and 10% say two and five, and 4% think maybe I got a lot more than that. I don't know. I mean, enemy is a strong word. That's why people don't want to admit to that. It's a very. It's a. It would be, well, it's more than people who dislike you. It's right. A, it's, it's much a, stronger. It's like enemy. It seems Wait. like somebody who wishes you harm. What's this? Yes. 
Was that Holly? Sorry. I don't. We don't know what's going on. I think that, that was coming from Holly's studio. Sorry. I turned her down. No, you okay. really didn't. We no, can we still hear it. it. Wait, right. you can still hear that? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's drumming. It's and... not going over the air, but I'll have to tell Holly that what she's doing is coming out over Fantastic. the air. Fantastic. And I'm also going to tell Julia that it's the, the Eskimo pie is going to be an Edie's bar. E-D-Y apostrophe S. Named after the ice cream place. Oh, you know, reading. I know. pronunciation. It's over. All right. How are we feeling about this flashback song, kids? Slide. I remember getting quite sick of this song. Who sings it? I don't know. That was the Goo Goo Dolls. I always yeah. felt like they were trying to rip off Paul Westerberg. Yeah, kind of. And I always think, I remember thinking this song, I G.B. Layton would sing that song so much better. I remember actively having that thought. That thought? Even though I saw the Goo Goo Dolls at the Uptown. You really? did? Way. Like the Uptown Bar. Bar. Where are you see Trip Shakespeare? Yes, that was such Back a great place. Day. You know who played the Uptown? Uh, Nirvana. Yeah, really? no, yeah, and I did, and I remember. I I don't know why I think I did. I did see them there, but that was really that was when I lived in Uptown. I just graduated from college, and I lived with two other women, and we were absolutely wild, wild women. And we loved that place because uh, it's pretty. It was it was always crowded. There were always cute guys, and they had good music. Always, always had always good music, guys. and they had good poured a good drink. Good bloodies on yeah. The weekends. Yeah. Okay. Um, so those I were those were the days. days Rocco, friends. did you ever find our kid about Cat Stevens? We're showing our musical ignorance so much uh, that he wrote the first I, cut is the deepest. Rod Stewart had a hit with this. Hit with it, and then Cheryl Crow had a hit and with it, and then Kelly Clarkson, Clarkson sang it, it yesterday. Ka- yes, she, I did. Yeah, I was gonna play it, and then our wrap up music fired. But yeah, I can play it. You want to hear it? Yeah, let's hear okay. it. And I had another mm. one with Peace the train and, Peace and the train. bull. I had the bull one. Yeah, father and son. Yeah, I still I listen. I do. I still listen to Cat. Cat, oh beautiful his my voice. My mom was oh. oh my. Gosh. We gotta listen to that stuff. Okay, you know, all right. Speaking of uh, listening, now let's talk about watching. So I was just curious because um, about how how all the kind of the daytime talk shows are doing. Oh no, but I love it. I am I curious is- about it because it's in this time of pandemic, everything has changed. Everything. Radio listening has changed. TV watching, I mean, it's been an upsetting year, to say the least, for many, many hundreds of reasons. Yes. Okay, and so it it is interesting just to kind of take a look at, like, what is going on. And I have been curious all summer long, you know, about the whole Ellen DeGeneres and just, like, the whole thing of that someone could be a horrible boss for 17 years before they got busted with it. It's the same thing with Harvey Weinstein. Not that they're the same category, but getting when you have, when you have power, you can get away with stuff for so long, okay. you know, just a long, long okay. time. And so her ratings, when she came back and Ellen. Ellen and she apologized and, you know, made jokes and some of the employees didn't, people didn't like it. But then people who work there are like, well, we got three more days off and she, she, she can't make us not look her in the eye. You know, so they got some changes. Right. And the story in Hollywood is if you can get a job at Ellen's show and you can stay there for a year, you anyone a will hire anywhere. you. Exactly. So 
Anyway, so 2.67 million. She had like huge numbers. Two two weeks later, Julia, Ellen, all the shows, except with a couple of outliers, all of them fell. But Ellen fell the furthest. 38%. Wow. From last year. That wow, is that's huge. That's huge. And you don't think it's time slot? It's just, no, it's, it's all just, the same time slot. Yeah. Um, it dropped by 38% from a year ago, and it dropped a million in one week. Ah! 1.66. Kelly and Ryan have 2.57. They went up 2% over last year. Tamron Hall went up, but she just went to 1.2 and got renewed for third season. And Rachel Ray only fell 5%. Kelly Clarkson has fallen 19 from last year. Dr. Phil, 18 Wendy William, 24, That's Dr. Oz, 17, mm-hmm. so more, she had the big, uh, Drew Barrymore, poor Drew, she had almost a million her first week, but I mean, that frantic energy scared. How many two, people did it scare off? 200,000 people oh, for the second it. week. Oh. So she's off to a sluggish start, but then I looked at the entertainment shows, like Access, Entertainment Tonight, Extra. They're all way down. Access down 34%, extra 26%, entertainment tonight 13%. And even things like Judge Judy and um, Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy are down. Um, But the thing, I guess the thing I've kind of enjoyed about the infotainment shows, if you will, the extra access, although I completely stopped with Mario Lopez and entertainment tonight, is they're digging in their vault. I love that. And they're finding interviews mm-hmm. that with people because we've had so many people that have died. Right year, and right. it just I it's almost kind of made them work like in a different, smarter way because they can't rely on the fresh content of premieres, you know, going to a movie premiere and all of that. So they're I don't know. I kind of have thought that the stories they're cultivating have, some interesting stories from our past. That we haven't heard for a while. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, so I kind of have liked that, but it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, Kelly and Ryan are really the only ones who are up. That and two you point, know where they, they got their big bump was when Regis died, if you remember. Remember they got that big ratings bump? Well, they did, but they're, this is up to, they're just comparing fall oh, to fall. fall. They're starting oh, all oh, over. This is when re- the fall. Oh, got it, got it. Yeah, the, 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 the summer stuff, you know, people just right. throw but that Drew away in TV. week to week. Well, yeah, yeah, that's all you have for Drew because right. she's a new show. But um, anyway, so yeah, Ellen, um, they're just calling it a free fall ratings over at Ellen's show. Wow. And the talk is down. Yeah, without Marie Osmond. People are mad. I'm so mad the about that. The fans are mad about that. Yeah, that's that's what you got. Um, I do have a serious kind of a TV show to tell you about that I Casey and I watched. Tell us. Showtime. Have you guys heard? I, I remember wanting to read the book, never did, The Good Lord Bird. I feel like you know, were you got that book this. or you know that know, a lot of people. James McBride wrote it four or five years ago. It was a huge thing. It's told from the perspective. It's still it's before the Civil War, and it is about the um um, it's about the guy. What is his name? What the hell? Shackleford. 
No, the newly no. freed teenager, John Brown, John, Brown. John Brown, John Brown, who a lot of people think you know we don't know very much about him. So the story is being told from this character who John Ethan Brown Hawk stars as him, an abolitionist, yeah, an abolitionist, mm-hmm. and it is. It says in a it, humorous and dramatic. It is the wildest thing, and I think it is a right adaptation, straight basically from the book because the. The story's narrated from the um, boy who pretends he's a girl as he sees his dad killed in front of him. And it opens with John Brown, you know, being hung. And Casey's like, yeah, isn't he that bad guy who tried to get us? He didn't like, no, I, I didn't really know very much about him. And he basically is the... That, that's why the Civil War does finally start, I guess. Oh. So it's like this historical, okay. it's got this historical thing. People know about Harper's Ferry Raid a little bit. It's it's really well done. And Ethan, you like it, though? Well, I've just watched one episode. Okay. It's just, it's so different, but he is giving it his all, and... He will, he's such a good actor, I think, Ethan Hawke. And really, he adapted this with James McBride, the author. He's producing it. I wow. guess his daughter is in it. Okay. And he was a huge Mark Twain fan, and he feels like, and a lot of people felt James McBride, in the way he told the story, The Good Lord Bird, had a Mark Twain flow to how the narration goes. I, if you remember reading in Mark Twain. I do. Do you? Mm-hmm. No, you don't. <laughs> Didn't he write Huck Finn? Yes, yeah. Julia. Huh? What was it about? I, I don't know. <laughs> I named Huck with a lot of fans. Can you name two characters? Um, okay, I can. Huck and um, who's this friend? Oh, all I know is, all right, so I okay. tried to read Huck Finn to my kid. Yeah. Because my dad bought right. it for him, and it was... Too hard for me to read. Right. The because way, of the language. Yeah. It was too hard. So we didn't make it pass. Because here's my kid. He's a sixth grader. Yeah. And I'm reading this to him. And I'm like, I So feel I feel like the good Lord Bird, I am enjoying the TV version probably more than I would have the with word. the book. It was Just too, saying, it was I like, hard. I yeah. kind of am liking Name it. Name another person in, in um, Hawk Van Lori. Um, it's, uh, who is his buddy? The, in, the Indian guy. What That's the heck it. is his name? Mm-hmm. Well, remember there's a f- fence painting? Yes, I know. Of yeah. course. We don't quiz us right now. That's, right. We can't. That's, that's coming up at five. Five o'clock. That's <laughs> right. right. Okay, just here's just a little, just a little something to look forward to when we know it'll be really dark and we're going to be trying to get our December spirit on. But there will be a show on the CW on December 4th, Julia, that we are going to okay. want to watch. And that is Selena, the series. And it is about Selena, you know, Selena. Yes, the singer. The singer, a whole series, and they released. I Netflix. saw the movie with J Lo. Yeah, but they, but they released uh, the trailer. Release uh, the Selena. The, uh, the trailer. It looks so good. Jules. Oh, good. All right, it that's really, good. I mean, I think that we're gonna like it. The buzz on it, everything right. that they're. We might not, not be able to contain our excitement, and there's a new Red Table Talk. Uh, I guess Jada is oh leasing this out. Stop. Really true. Gloria Estefan and her daughters are going to host a red table talk. And I think, what's her name? This is like, this is, it's like her thing with that. I mean, like she's done the registry. She's having other people under the red table talk. I don't know. But first she's taking a vacation. This is a separate show. This is the deal with naming a show after something versus yourself. Self. Jimmy Kimmel is me. 
been able to go out and break this summer, though. Red table talking. It could be anyone hosting it. We'll right. be right back with Hollywood Speak. And this is the most, maybe the most savage breakup text email ever. We'll see. Oh. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? All right. All right. Julia. This, Lorraine. This, you guys, I don't know. I don't know that uh, we've ever heard a more savage email. Okay, this is TMZ, got court documents. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That Pamela Anderson filed because she was married to this guy named Rick Solomon. And she first tied the knot with Rick in 2007 then filed for a divorce two months into the marriage, then they wed again seven years later, Mm -hmm. and then she filed for a divorce after six months. Pamela Anderson has a history of very short relationships. Completely, yes. Here's what what it said. This is one, this is the statement. Okay, who is this from? Pamela Anderson. About why she's asking the California court for a dissolution of her marriage. We are not compatible sexually. I'm frustrated and bored. When is this from? This was January of uh, 2015. Filed. That's bam. Well, you you want to cut a reason. That's if you got to cut somebody off, go. you guys. There you go. We are not compatible sexually. Sexually, I'm frustrated and bored. I mean, it doesn't get judges, any. Yeah, doesn't get any good. more cold hearted than, than like you know, whatever differences they have or. Um, well, that was in an email actually to Rick himself, yeah. but that you know that she just told him that and that that was one of the reasons. This? Why are we getting? It was this? part of the court. Uh, filings. People are bored. Uh huh. But I think that's a good one because I think people could use, you know, some sometimes some help in getting to the point. Okay. 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 We needed help, obviously, in our last conversation because we just got a free email. Okay. Um, Because you were eating. Yeah. Oh no. Was this the email or the Mark Twain one? This is the Mark Twain hug Finn conversation that we just had. Yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like we were off the rails on that one. Jim is Huck's friend, and he's black. The painting of the fence is in Tom Sawyer, (laughs) not Huck Finn. (laughs) Right. But Tom Sawyer is the friend. That's you. Jim and Huck go down the Mississippi on a raft, Raft. wondering if any of you really read Read. Twain. It's been a while. Years. I never finished it. But you're right, though. Was was it about? Because there's uh, some bad words in there. It's horrible. But um, and so when you were reading it to your boy, were you just like, you know, I was too uncomfortable. I was too uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, we'll wait for a movie or something. Well, I mean, I, I just let love that. Know that. That's was so funny. funny. That's so funny. We're getting them all mixed up. <laughs> but that's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, going all the way back around to the Good Lord Bird, for me, I'm going to enjoy watching the TV show because... And learning about 
Claudia Street. Because the way that he wrote that, if that is like he, the narration kind right. of style you're, of that way, that. I'm enjoying it uh, uh, cool. the way uh, James McBride cool. and Ethan are doing it. Okay, Very, but that fantastic. If and you are looking I'm for ways, bored and we're done. We're not compatible sexually. I'm frustrated and bored. So right there, she's telling him, "I've tried to do everything." Okay, you can't keep up with me. You're not Tommy Lee. Yeah, you're not. Even though she married him twice. I know. And he's the guy who released the sex tape of Paris Paris Hilton. Hilton. I know. You know? He's something else. He is something else. And she was married for 12 days to John Peters. She doesn't like to stay long. And uh, who could forget Kid Rock and Tommy Lee? I mean, she's... She doesn't like to be married for long. And she would be... Yeah, she must have really been... You know, just uh, something. No kidding. You know. Okay, so here's one. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. We talked about her. She was the answer of something from Rocco last week. That's true. So she uh, was asked during a TV interview um, with Vlad TV, probably across, you know, way across in Russia. But she was asked about, did she ever hook up with Rick James? Yes. She said, hell no, I wouldn't have touched that with your stuff. He was he was very well dabbed about. I mean, people were she, dabbled with him. He was a man. And mm-hmm. this is what she said. He was too worn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> too worn. Yep. Julia was Hollywood I speaking totally before know, I even got I to totally it. I totally know what you're going to say. That's his reputation. He was too much. He was too dirty. Yeah. He had done too much. Mm-hmm. People, drugs, everything at yeah. that point in time. Feel good. Anyway, no, you I wouldn't have like touched that with your stuff. Yeah. You know, now that's a good old fashioned, you know, come, come back too. I like, like that burn more than that the Pamela Anderson one. That's good, that isn't too. it? I, uh, I, um, I've heard that, but used in saltier language. You know what I mean? I, I think, think it, I, do. I think it was my uncle Craig colorful, colorfully describe uh, that one time. Oh. He's the one who told me about peanut butter legs. Yes, you did. Yeah. With okay, okay, Julius, are you done? Uh, we're on a show. Do you have to write it down <laughs> as we're it, on the I'm air? I'm putting it in my folder that we're gonna, you know, someday, Rocco, you would not believe how many notebooks books we have. Okay, how about this, Millions. Adam Adam Sandler. He was on a couple nights ago uh, with Fallon. They were talking about about a movie. He's got out on Netflix today called Hubie Halloween. Julie Bowen, and it's kind of a family thing. Yeah. Uh, Cameron Boyce was going to be in it, the Disney oh, yeah. kid. And anyway, he, I mean, I like Adam Sandler as a person. We just Sandler. hear great things about him. And he was on Ellen. I skipped that one, but I did watch him on Fallon. And he said that his big thing he's discovered is that he likes phone calls better than Zoom because it's hard to hang up on Zoom when you're looking right at him. Oh, I've got something to do. I've got somewhere to go. I like FaceTime. Yes. That's kind of my favorite because Zoom is too many people. Right. I like to FaceTime someone. You can see. Right. Look around. Here's what I've changed in my home. Here's what I look like now. Bye. Yeah. Right. But you wouldn't do FaceTime everybody? No, just my mom and my sister. Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he, he just said, uh, he said, yeah, it's just I have a hard time trying to make excuses. To get off the phone when you're staring at that camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he did talk about um, Cameron 
um, the Disney kid that the Disney away kid that he was going to be in it, and he and he gushed about Chris Rock, and uh, it's kind. This movie sounds kind of cute. It's yeah, the reviews aren't very bad. Yeah, and it's called Hubie Halloween. So it's, you could watch this with Bruno. Well, maybe yeah. Steve Buscemi is in it. Keenan Thompson, Maya Rudolph, um, Julie Bowen. I mean, he's got a lot of good people in it. Oh, now, are, are so many of these Netflix movies that are coming out now? They were meant to be in the theaters, but no. This, you know, Adam Sandler. He did this early, be, way before the pandemic. He a died. Huge deal with Netflix, like okay. a six picture deal, yes. and oh, people yeah, made yes. fun of him. But he got to do the Jennifer Aniston yep. movie on the Amalfi Coast. Yeah, he basically gets to make a movie on the company's dime. And without any interference, it's like must be the greatest possible. And he knows how to make twenty five million dollar yeah. movies. Perfect. And All people right. loved him in the the last one, the uncut the, gems. He's had a couple good ones, decent ones in a row. Here. And my mom liked the murder one with Jennifer Aniston on the Amalfi Coast because she said, "I know I'm never going there, and I liked going to Italy that way." I like Spanglish. Oh, that is such I, a cute I movie. I like him. I don't know why he gets a bad rap, but I like him. Okay. Okay. Um. Julia Selling Sunset star Christine Quinn, um, her new perfume, which is called Bitchy, says she says it smells like "quote unquote" sexual cotton candy. Hmm. I think we've known that when we smelled it. We sexual just cotton candy. We I just weren't calling it cotton candy, but points to you, Christine Quinn, for describing something that I don't think anyone would say no to. Okay, that show is kind of okay. It's so bad, but it's good. I mean, just, I like... Watching the homes. I I like the homes. I like the overpumped lips. Yeah. I like looking at people that don't look like people anymore. Yeah. I I mean, that to me, that's what Beverly Hills represents to me now. Sexual cotton candy. No, not that. It represents so far over the top and not based in any sort of reality. Anyway, I really, I I like her description. Mm Mm-hmm. Sexual cotton candy. Yeah. I mean, what is, there's nothing wrong with those three words Mm -hmm. in conjunction Rocco do you agree I'm into it yeah I mean you know I don't know about the perfume named bitchy but I hate the name of it yeah whether it's Fred Meyer simple truth turkey or mac and cheese with Murray's English cheddar or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays and Fred Meyer has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories Fred Meyer fresh for everyone Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.